Welcome, welcome, welcome today. I am super excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today. I um, have a lot of questions when it comes to proper utilization of credit cards. And there is a lot of mixed uh, advice, I guess you could say, out there in the industry. I'm telling you from my perspective of what I've seen with credit reports and revolving credit, this is my feeling. I will back up my feeling 100% with I guess, reality of credit reports that I see. Uh, so take it for what it's worth, but I've seen a lot of positive growth from my ideas. So this is Deborah Criddle telling you how she feels about revolving credit. If there's any gurus out there listening to this who want to argue with me, by all means, look at my phone number, give me a call, let's argue. But I'm hoping today that you guys are prepared for this next step this is going to be our episode on how to properly use our revolving credit card that we've applied for. So a couple episodes back, we talked about acquiring a secured credit card with hopefully a balance capability of $500. Hopefully you've ponied up $500 and you've got yourself a secured credit card. If not, pause here, bookmark this, go back a couple episodes and learn how to get a secured credit card so that you can understand kind of what we've got to do. This is definitely an episode I would say get a pen and paper out or some sort of a note-taking device because you're going to need to cater it to what you have in your personal situation based off of your dates that you have. I'm going to put a hypothetical date here so that you can fill it in with your own dates but kind of understand. Here's the quick little disclaimer, I guess, on my opinion of proper utilization of a credit card. Your credit card is meant to say you can handle having access to money. You're smart when you have access to that money and whatever money you borrow, you pay it back in a very timely manner. So it's a whole theory of I borrowed money, I paid it back. And Ideally, on a credit card, we don't want to pay interest. We just want to take advantage of the cool points that we can get from credit cards because you can make some dang good purchases from acquiring and, you know, just gathering points on credit cards. Okay, so here's where your pen and paper come in. We have a couple of things that we have to write down so that we can understand the proper way to make this credit card work for us. You've got two major dates that you have to take care of. One of them is going to be our date range of the billing cycle. Most credit cards call it that. So it's basically the time frame that they say you can charge on. And then the statement cutoff date is going to come. And it's going to say from this point to this point, whatever activity goes on, we're going to report it as this little window of time. So you have a statement that comes out that usually covers about a 30-day window. And it's not going to go from like the first of the month to the 30th of the month. They're all different date ranges. So you definitely want to be aware of what your date range is. And you'll be able to look at that on your app or online, however you're accessing that. Or if you've not chosen to go paperless, uh, you'll be able to actually see it on the paper statement that comes. And for my scenario, I'm going to give you a date range that I'm going to use just for the example purposes of this. So on your piece of paper, you're going to write down billing cycle and then leave yourself a line so you can fill in your own personal billing cycle. And then off to the side, you can use my scenario here so that it will make sense. 
And I'm going to use the date range of January 29th to February 28th, kind of a 30-day window. And that's what I'm going to use in our scenario here in regards to how to use this properly. So ideally, if we have a $500 high credit limit that we can access, let me define that for you. $500 is what we could technically borrow and we would be saying our credit report or excuse me our credit card is maxed out if we borrowed our full $500. Not a good thing to do. Ideally we want to be 10% or less. We've got to have something report because we have to show activity and we have to show that that credit line actually exists, but we don't want anything more than 10%. So this is what we're going to do. When we have our credit card, we're going to, in our date range, in my scenario, January 29th to February 27th, okay, I want you to remember that our date range goes from January 29th to February 28th, but whatever we've done, we want to make sure we have the very last piece of that done by February 27th, which is the day before our statement cutoff ends, all right? So I would say in this scenario, if this is my date range, January 29th to February 27th, I'm going to go to the gas station and I'm going to put $50 worth of gas in my car or my truck and that's it. Even if my gas bill is $75 or $85, I'm only going to let my credit card charge $50 and then I'm going to take that card out and then I'm going to throw my debit card in there for, say, the extra $25 to get to the $75. I'm only going to charge $50 on my credit card somewhere between January 29th and February 27th, okay? Now, keep in mind, whatever your billing cycle is, you use your billing cycle for that scenario. So every 30 days, we're going to charge $50. Every 30 two days or so, we're going to pay off that $50. Okay. So I'm going to explain this a little bit further and a little bit repetitive so that we can make sure we've got it. So let's just use the date of February 10th. Okay. I'm going to go to the gas station. I'm going to charge $50 and that's all. February 12th or so, I'm going to see on my app that I owe $50. I'm doing nothing with that. Okay. I've got a few days of it just sitting there. February 27th, which is the day before my billing cycle ends in my scenario, I'm going to pull up my app and I'm going to make sure it only shows that I owe $50. And yeah, good news. You only charge the $50. Great. You're still not going to do anything with that yet. Okay. February 28th comes your statement cutoff billing cycle ends. Now somewhere from February 28th to the first couple of days of March, that's what's going to report to the credit report. It's going to report that you owe $50. That's okay because that's our 10% or less. All right. Now, really quick, let me just tell you, cause I don't think I explained this for those of you who are kind of questioning, I can take out up to $500. Where did I get my $50 from? My $50 number came from 10% of $500 is $50. Okay. So if for some reason your credit card only approved you for 300 then your 10% is going to be $30. So whatever your high credit limit is, you're not going to charge more than 10% on there. Okay. You also have to keep in mind what you charge on there is money already out of your bank account because you have to pay this off. So if I charged $50 of gas on my credit card on February 10th, 
in my mind, my bank account that I have at my, at my banking institution is less by $50 because that $50 is technically already taken out of your, your checking account to pay that $50 back in your mind. Okay. We got to be smart here. We can't put money on a credit card that we don't already have taken out of our bank account in our mental mind. All right. So back to our February 10th date, I've charged my 50 bucks. February 27th, I've double checked that my $50 is only the amount of money that I owe. And on February 28th, I'm happy because it's going to report in the next couple of days that I owe 50 bucks to them. All right. Here's where our next step comes in. March 3rd, let's say March 3rd rolls around. You're two to three days past your statement cutoff date. You know that your 50 bucks is reported to the credit report. On March 3rd, you're going to log into your app and you're going to take that $50 that you already had in your bank account and you're going to pay off that $50. Okay. My credit card balance within a day or so of making that payment is now going to be back to zero. So I've had $50 sit there for about 30 days. It's reported to the credit report on day about 33, I've paid it off. All right. So now I'm back to a zero on my credit card. So now step forward a few days, I got to go put gas back in my car on March 10th. I am going to go and I am going to charge $50 more on my gas. And then let's say our statement billing cycle ends March 28th. Let's just use that date. So March 27th, I'm going to come in and I'm going to say, okay, I got to make sure I only owe $50 on that account. Yep. I do. Okay. I did good. That means on March 28th, my billing cycle ends. That means April 2nd or April 3rd, I'm going to jump in there and I'm going to pay that $50 off. So basically every 30 days, give yourself a date. Every 30 days, you're going to charge 50 bucks. Every 30 days, you're going to pay it off. All right. Every 33 days, I guess you could say. Now here's, here's where it gets a little bit confusing on my billing cycle. It's going to say, okay, January 29th to February 28th, you can charge your money in there. February 28th, you're going to get a statement that says, Hey, you owe 50 bucks. You're like, yes, because I'm smart and I'm listening to Deborah Criddle. I'm just going to pay off that $50, but this is where people get in trouble. You don't have to pay that $50 off. According to that credit card statement, it's going to tell you your minimum payment is only 25. And in your mind, you're going to be like, sweet. I only have to pay 25. No, 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 you're not. No, you're not. You're going to pay that $50 in full. Cause let's say our payment due date is March 22nd. So my billing cycle was from January 29th to February 28th. Whatever I charged in that window, it's going to close on February 28th. And then they're going to give me clear till March 22nd to make that payment of whatever I charged between January 29th and February 28th. The issue is on March 22nd, if you do not pay that balance off in full of $50, you're going to get charged interest. Now I want you to take a second. I want you to read the fight and print on that credit card statement. That credit card statement probably tells you, you have a range of between 18 to 25% interest. I can guarantee you, you do not want to get nailed with interest on those credit cards. It will get you in so much trouble so very quickly. So just pay the balance off in full. So I'm going to write down my billing cycle. As soon as you get your credit cards, you're going to write down what is my billing cycle. It goes from this date to this date. Okay. Somewhere in that window, 
I'm only going to charge 10% of what my balance could be on my credit card. In our scenario, we're using $500. A $50 is a 10% number. Somewhere in that 30-day window, I'm going to charge only $50. Then a couple of days after that window closes, I'm going to log into my app and I'm going to immediately pay that full balance off. Super critical. Okay, now here's where there's going to be a little bit of an argument out there because I've heard it. It's crossed my desk and it makes me just infuriated. So there really are people out there saying, max out your credit card, just max it out. You have to be able to show you're making these payments and And it's no, 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 no. That is not you living within your means. And I will fight to the bitter end to shut those people down who say those things because it's wrong. It is not right for you to max out your credit card. It's just not helpful to your credit report. So please, by all means, listen to what I'm telling you. I will tell you a couple other things that you might run into. So don't panic. Let's just say hypothetically, you weren't paying attention and you put $75 worth of fuel in your, in your gas tank instead of just the $50. That's okay. When you get into our scenario of the February 27th date, you're going to check and say, Hey, is my balance only $50? And you're going to look on there and you're going to panic because it's at 75 and we only want it to report at 50. It's okay. Just hurry and go on and make a $25 payment. On February 27th, just make the $25 payment because on February 28th, when that statement closes, it's going to only report 50 bucks. So if you accidentally overspend during that 30-day window of time, don't panic. Don't panic at all. Just get it paid down the day before your statement cutoff date so that it actually reports just with your 10% balance. So I hope that makes sense. There is um, no reason for you not to take advantage of your whole $500. And I'm telling you that very cautiously, but if you are to use your credit card, say you have in your monthly budget, which we haven't gone through budgets, wait till I get a hold of you for a budget. But um, if you actually will use that $500 per month and use it wisely, meaning, okay, I have a thousand dollars in my checking account. I have a $500 credit limit each month that I could use then your checking account just got reduced down to $500 and let's utilize our credit card for the points that we can get. So let's just use our January 29th to February 28th date. And let's say that we just max out that card. We have $500 that we can use and I've gone to get my groceries. I've gone to my doctor appointment. I've got gas. I've got all of these this $500 and and I've got the perks that come with credit cards. I'm going to kind of deter here really quick. Sometimes your secured credit cards don't really have points yet. So this is kind of a side note to keep track of, but some of them do. So I'm just going to explain this why we're here because I don't plan on coming back down this path probably. So utilize your credit card and the balance that you could max out to utilize all the perks of that card And if you get it up to $500, that's fine. Whatever you spend on your credit card is deducted mentally out of your personal bank account. So you do not get yourself into any type of credit card issues. So let's say you have $1,000 in your checking account and it's there. You've got it. It's great. You have $500 on your credit card and you have chosen to spend all $500 on your credit card. You still don't have $1,000 in your bank account then. You only have $500 because the $500 extra you have in your checking account has got to pay off that $500 balance pretty much in full 
like 450 of it on February 27th in our scenario. And then when you get to March 2nd or 3rd, you're going to pay that extra $50. And that $500 that you had extra in your checking account isn't really extra anymore. It's just being there to be able to pay off that credit card. So I hope that makes sense. So don't panic if you accidentally charge more than your $50. Just make sure at least the day before, maybe even a couple days before that billing cycle ends, you have to make sure you've paid that down to the 10%. In our scenario, $50. Okay. That is super, super critical to never have a report with more than a 10% balance of what you could borrow against it. It is incredibly important to protect your fresh credit. Incredibly important. So you've got to make sure that you do not have that report with a large balance on it. Another thing to not be freaking out about, what if you just totally mess up? What if you just totally mess up and in our date range, February 27th comes, you got busy, you didn't check, you'd maxed it out with your $500 because you're smart and you've already taken basically $500 mentally out of your checking account to pay towards your credit card of $500 so you know you're not in any type of trouble financially. Come March 2nd, you get your statement and you're thinking, oh my gosh, that just reported to my credit card or my credit card just reported to my credit report with $500 balance on it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna lower your scores. It will. It's straight up below your scores. But the greatest thing about this is the next month when it all catches back up, the scores will go back up. All right. So fast forward, January 29th to February 28th. I was super smart. I already mentally took out $500 from my checking account, but I maxed out my credit card because I wanted to take advantage of the perks. March 2nd comes, it reports, oh snap, I've got $500 reporting to my credit report and you're panicking. All right, so reset for just a second. March 1st to March 28th is a brand new 30-day window. Don't do it again. Pay off your $500 on March 2nd so it's back to a zero balance. March 10th, put 50 bucks on it. March 27th, I'm checking to make sure it only shows 50 bucks. March 28th, my statement closes. April 2nd, I've reported with 50 bucks. My scores just went up. All right. So yes, it'll take a 30 day window to fix it, but it's fixable. So don't panic. The things you cannot fix on credit are late payments. Do not miss more, um, any of your, your monthly payments. Okay. You're in charge of what your credit does for your future. If you will listen to me and you'll do what I tell you to do, your credit scores are going to be so good and you are going to be so set. I'm just excited because I I just am passionate about this. 27 years of my life, I've seen credit reports and I've seen a lot of damage done from the people who just don't know and the people who just don't listen to the right people. And I'm, I'm hoping that this made sense. This is probably the hardest thing for people to understand this billing cycle and when payments are due and when does it report and how much should I show and all of that. This one is definitely one of those episodes that I would say bookmark. Make sure you go back to it. When you get your actual credit statement, fill in the billing cycle, give yourself a, a calendar of, okay, this is my billing cycle. This is what day it goes to this day. It is when it's ending. This is when I want to charge my 10%. This is when I need to make sure it's paid off. This is when I need to make sure I check before it gets actually reported to credit. Give yourself a really good calendar. Pretty soon it's just going to be a habit. 
All right. So I think I've beat a dead horse here. I've taught you everything that I can teach you about this for the current moment. We did create an email address. I'm going to put it here just in case you guys have questions. By all means, reach out to me. It's, I know this will shock you, adultingandafraid at gmail.com. Reach out with any questions. I am seriously, I am just an email away and I want to just help you guys succeed in the credit world. So I'm super excited that you took the time to listen to this. I hope it wasn't too confusing. If it was, replay it, double check your notes. If you're still just, I'm lost, I have no clue what the crap I should be doing right now, shoot me an email and just say, Deb, I listened, I listened, and I listened, and I still, it's just not clicking. Can you help me? You bet. Let's get on an email thread. I'll jump on the phone with you, whatever we need to do. So I just want you guys to succeed in the credit world. I want you to be adults. I don't want you to be afraid. I want you to just be excited. This adulting thing sucks some days. Let's just, you know, go out and be adults and and not be afraid. (laughs) 